Sasquatch, the moon landing, UFOs, 9-11, Flat Earth, JFK, all of these things have one thing in common, unanswered questions. So let's get to the bottom of that. Three strong men from the East rise from the ashes of censorship and cancel culture. From the strange and twisted mind of Mike. Probably the best evidence for lizard people that I've seen is the CEO of Pfizer. His throat literally like expands like it's like a frog. Might be reptilian. We're not sure. From the unscripted and unthoughtful mind of Jason. The Chinese brought these drones that look like birds to the United States so they can spy on us. Birds aren't real. Change my mind. Alex Jones said it. It's a fact. Also, from the mind that is on the edge of the lunatic fringe and reaches far into a bottomless void of nothingness. Byron Dice. Listen, if the moon landing was real, how come we haven't been back since then? And why was all the data scrubbed and destroyed? You know what I'm talking about? It's just weird. Wait, what if it was real and there's a moon base up there we don't even know about? That would explain Roswell. Dice Man Enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host for Let's Get to the Bottom of That three weirdos on a mic that would definitely explain roswell and that's what we're getting into today ufos welcome back to another edition of let's get to the bottom of that i'm your host byron dice my boys are in studio mike and jason what's up fellas what's What's up how's it going it's going great um i was gonna tell the audience real quick um and i'm not gonna pretend the audience is dumb and stupid because of our weird um weird time recording because uh for us um the bermuda triangle just dropped yesterday and uh it's been doing fantastic i got a lot of feedback on it for us but for the listeners the suicide forest just dropped so we have a little time delay hopefully we'll remedy that in the future where we can actually talk about you know something that just dropped the other day because if if we talk about Something that just dropped yesterday. <laughs> That's three weeks ago. Yep. So I'm not going to pretend you guys are, are, are dumb. So I just want to throw that out there. Full transparency, which I know Jason's all about. That's He's all about the transparency. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Um, real quick. Uh, we got a website up. www.bottomofthat.com. You can go there and you can leave comments. If you go to our blog, every time that we do an episode... I will post a blog with all of our resources and stuff that we talked about on the show for the blog. And you can comment at the bottom of the blog if you want to leave us any comments or tell us how dumb and stupid we are, which we we invite that. We do. Definitely. Because uh, I'm probably the first one to admit it. And also, um, uh, you know what? I forgot. We forgot to talk about the question of the day. Hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, Also, if you want to go and listen to the latest episode, you can just click podcast on our homepage of bottom of that.com it'll go down and you can view the latest podcast and then there is a slew of podcast platforms that you can pick from if that is one of your favorites so um enough of all the boring stuff whatever do we have any updates since we've uh, released some controversial items out there any updates we need to talk about 
Uh, I know last right. week, I know when we did the uh, the Suicide Force, we did uh update on January 6th. Yeah. I've heard did. some... Um, oh, since then, uh, there's been like a finale of the J6 commission. Yes. Uh, which uh, nobody's watching or nobody cares. Nobody cares. So yeah. whatever. I think everybody pretty much knows the truth. Have there been any like revelations from that? There or? was some video they showed that was like never seen before, but I don't even know what it is. Okay. And I, I, I was like, whatever. I don't know what you got, but there's nothing condemning. I mean, everything right. that we've seen has been on the ground from people actually having footage and Ray Epps. Get to the Capitol! Get to Get the, the Capitol! Yeah. yeah, while he's sipping back drinking margaritas and wherever. Yeah. Everybody else is locked up with chains. Everything I've been hearing about it these days has basically been them trying to, you know, pin it on Trump in some way. And it... Just yeah, sounds, that's that's what, yeah. It just sounds so reminiscent of, you know, the whole Russiagate hoax where it's like, oh, Mueller's getting closer. He's yeah. getting closer for like years and years and years. And then at the end, he's like, oh, yeah, he didn't find anything. Not yeah. a thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, today's topic is UFOs. Now, before we get into this, this is a very high-level, big, huge umbrella subject that can like, you can like, de- you know, dive deep into it. But this is a very large topic. It's right. been going on for years. There's a lot to cover. What I wanted to uh, designate on our show, or what we're going to talk about, maybe it'll be both. But when you say the word UFO, it's always tied to that's a spacecraft or that's some type of extraterrestrial. Right. Well, the term UFO is basically an unidentified flying object, right. which is something I can't identify. Exactly. Could but be anything. Usually in people's mind, oh, there's a UFO, it's a spacecraft. So what? So are we going to divide that line today and get, just go, hey, what are we talking about today is just stuff that we can't identify? I, yes, I, I think we should do that. Because um, yeah. we have other episodes that you know pertain to... Ancient you know, aliens. <laughs> Ancient aliens, <laughs> future <laughs> aliens. Right. Uh, so I think just un- unidentified flying objects yeah. would okay. be for today. Um, because we, I mean, that's the thing. It, I mean, it's a fact that they're unidentified. We don't know what they are. True. Um, that's right. a fact. Whether they be aliens, Oh, that is angels, absolutely a fact. I can't identify it, yes. Yep. Aliens, angels, who knows? Right. We Lizard know. people. Lizard people. <laughs> no, no. Hunter Biden's laptop. Right. We don't know. <laughs> we don't Could know. Could you see him just AI driving? <laughs> Hey, easy with the homemade porn back there. <laughs> Trying to drive here. Oh, that's funny. Anyway. Have you seen that they've been calling them UAPs too? Yes. Un- yes. Un- Are you serious? Yeah. What is that? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They'll come up with anything. Just trying to like, I don't know, maybe... Because UFO like is sort of like stigmatized. It's got the stigma, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, you know? definitely stigma. So I want to probably focus in on, you know, the actually... Uh, unidentified part and if we want to go down the rabbit hole of oh we think it's oh somebody saw this and then maybe there's extraterrestrial sure. maybe or maybe it's you know just somebody you know having a drone yeah like the chinese the chinese i mean the it chinese could just be a bird could be a bird. right it could a, a it could be a bird <laughs> that's spying on us so with that oh here let's let's establish this first because i forgot to do it last week let's let's go ahead and get the question of the day that way we yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. I can. Yeah. That way, people are listening right now, and they can hear the question of the day, and we'll know. And this question will be put on the mobile app of Spotify. That's where you can go answer this question. So, do we have a question of the day? How about How about this question? Have you ever seen a UFO? Yes. Have you ever? That's the question of the. That's the question of the day. It will be there, and then 
if if somebody wants to come up with a poll later as as we go throughout the show, maybe we can go ahead and establish a poll question for people, or yeah. I can do that post, whatever. And if but, the answer to that question is yes, we want to hear the story. Yeah, we put yeah, definitely yeah. put. Leave a comment with the story. Yeah, put put the entire thing on there. You can put as much as you want. I don't yeah. know if it's character uh, uh, requirements on it, but I think you can answer as as much as you want on that. Yes. So if it's it's going to be, have you ever seen or been in contact with a unidentified flying object? And somebody's going to go, yeah, somebody hit me with a pine cone in the back of the head, and I didn't know what it was <laughs> until two weeks later. <laughs> Right? That's, <laughs> that's an encounter. That's a UFO. It's a contact. That's a UFO. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get into this. I'm going to first, uh, I'm going to go through some uh, bullet points, and then you guys can talk about the bullet points, and if we go into a tangent. I know uh, J- uh, Mike has uh, some good information on Roswell, which that is a hotbed oh, yeah. of UFO stuff right there. That, I mean, you say Roswell, you're just going to get all kind of emotions. Yes. Like what, TV shows, movies, right. whatever. What year... What's the exact year? Uh, the Roswell incident took place on July 8th, 1947. 47. Okay. Yeah. And uh, do you have the exact year for Blue Book? Yes. I'm, uh, oh, here, okay, go, go. Yeah, cause, so here we go. So I'm going to go ahead and say the, of course, UFO is a unidentified flying object. This phrase was coined by Captain Edward Ruppelt. Okay, he's a captain, U.S. Air Force. Now, the U.S. Air Force started Project Blue Book and Captain Ruppelt was the director of this project while it was in while it was after he left his post. You can look this book up. He wrote a book called The Report on Unidentified Flying Objects. He wrote a book about all of his research and his studies that he did. Probably they didn't want him to write it, but he did anyway. Okay. So Blue Book was actually not the first project. Started in 1947. Um, it started as a, what they call Project Sign. That was the first project. I didn't know that. Okay. Same, project same year as Sign. Roswell. Yes. Worth noting. Project Sign. That evolved into what they called Project Grudge. Yes, I knew that. Yep. I knew that. Project Grudge. Grudge then evolved into Project Blue Book. Okay? So basically what Blue Book was was a genuine attempt to investigate reports of people that had UFO sightings, and basically they wanted to get to the bottom of it. That was what Blue Book was designed to do. Okay. Initially. Initially, I yeah. like how you initially, put that. I like how they you was put like, that. Hey, there's all kind of reports, we got to get involved, of course, with the Air Force, so it's in the air. Yeah, let's 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 get to the bottom of it and try to explain stuff. That's what it was. Yep, okay, so here's the biggest case Blue Book ever recorded was in July 1952 over the U.S. Capitol building. I saw this, one. you know, about this, I do know about this. Okay, all right, and this is confirmed by several people on the ground. Air traffic control Edward Nugent. I don't think he's related to Ted, but Ted. it would be cool if he was. Shredding out while he was doing air traffic control. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> he noticed seven flying objects that he could not identify on his radar screen. Okay, so you got the big green. Doop, doop, doop. Okay, number one, this is, this is uh, Andrews Air Force Base. So you're, you're near the Capitol. You're... In the heart of America, right there. So there is no fly zones over the Capitol. Yeah. You can't even go over it. You can't even go into the Capitol. No. You can't. No. You can't, or you'll be locked up. Or yeah. talk about it, so just keep that in mind. Right, Ray <laughs> Epps. So this was outside authorized airspace, okay? Now, this sighting was confirmed. The same, conf- the same confirmed sighting by two other air traffic controllers like were working with him. Hey, come look at this. 
Okay, so you got two witnesses. Now, at Andrews Air Force Base, there was an airman. His name was William Brady. He reported seeing objects like fireballs in the sky. Okay, so you got one guy on radar seeing blips of seven things that shouldn't be there. Then you got a dude over at Air Force at the same time, over at Air, uh, Andrews Air Force, seeing fireballs in the sky. Wow. Okay? Now, what he noticed was weird was the speed and the maneuverability of these objects were unlike he'd ever seen. He'd never seen anything like it. So it was obviously weird and strange. Now, this is funny here because this made public news. This made news. It was all over the place. Truman was up in arms. What the heck's going on? Every, it, was, it was chaotic. One week later, the same thing happened. Really? Same airspace. One week later. Now. And a bunch of people have seen this. Yes. It was on the news. Truman, Truman got angry because he was like, what are y'all doing? Scramble your jets. Right. Go after, shoot these things down. That's what Truman was saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, um, Lieutenant William Patterson actually got in the air, one of the scrambled jets, locked onto one of the objects, and was going to pursue it. So you got a dude actually in an aircraft going after one of these things, trying to find it, okay? But it was too fast. He, c- he couldn't keep up with it. Yep. Makes okay? Standard. Yep. Now, um, actually, when this happened, let me, go ahead, let me go back. When this happened, when it was all in an uproar, the, so during the week... Like reporters were like swarming this place, and um, Project Blue Book spokesman Albert M. Chop, um, he had a request from reporters to take pictures of the radar screens, and he denied that request when it happened again. Oh, when it happened again the second yeah. time, he did not take he, a picture of the radar screen. Right, he didn't. They wanted to take pictures, and he he, d- said, he no. said no, 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 no. You can't do that. Okay, so that happened. Now here's something. Here's something interesting. I just want to give you some some context, the calculated speeds, they count, and I don't know how they calculated these speeds, mind you. This is just the report that I'm getting. I don't know how they calculated this. Mm-hmm. 1,000, this was a range from 1,150 to 7,000 miles per hour. Wow. Okay, let me give you some context of how fast that is. Mach 2 is 1,150. Right. Mach 9 is 7,000. Dang. Okay. So they could be going Mach 9. Yeah. The only person that's ever gone Mach, Mach 9 is Tom Cruise. We achieved, yes. Yes. And he just did it. He just did in it. In some undisclosed country. We don't know what it is. But they had some nukes. They did. Um, just, just to give you con- um, context, we achieved Mach 1 in 1947. Yep. Uh-huh. 1947. So, we could, so at this point, <laughs> we achieved Mach 2 in 1954. When was this? This was in... This was in 50, when did I say this was? Oh, 1952. This is when this happened. Okay. So, so we, didn't even, we didn't even achieve Mach 2 until two years later after we see these incredible things doing these speeds. Right. We didn't hit Mach 9 until 2004. Okay? So we haven't achieved these speeds. So when I first, when I first heard, hey, they're going 7,000 miles an hour, I was like, come on, we got, we got stuff that can go that fast. And then I was like, oh, no, we didn't. We don't have stuff that goes that fast. No. But we do now. We, we do now. We do now. Okay. Yeah, 2004, we hit Mach 9. Wow. I don't know if they hit Mach 10. I haven't researched that, but I'm sure Tom Cruise. He tried to. <laughs> he tried to. Uh, or Maverick, excuse me. Sorry. It wasn't yeah. Tom. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, like I said, President Truman got angry. He gave orders to scramble jets and shoot them out of the sky. Oh, here's here's another good one here. And I'm just going bullet points right here. General John, I'm just giving names for our listeners. They can research themselves. General John Sanford spoke to the largest press. Oh, this is interesting here. There was a press conference at the Pentagon, and it was the largest one at the Pentagon since World War II. To discuss... <laughs> To discuss UFOs and and weird, strange phenomenon that was going on, okay? Yeah, when you have two two of those events happening in a week's time span, that calls yeah. for a press conference. So here here's oh, so by this time, this large press conference here was what they were doing. At this point, they were assuring to the public that there was no secret development by any U.S. agency. Nothing to see here, guys. Nothing. That to was see their here. big thing. Was like. Hey, whatever these strange stuff is, we don't have any secret development. It's, yeah, it's not us. It's not us. Wow. Well, so why would you why would you say that number one? Deflection. Usually, yeah. usually that's the case. But why would you go? Why would people start speculating? Was that their first was that their first uh intuition? Like, oh, it's gotta be the government, they're testing something. Or was it, hey, I don't know what these would, lights are. Maybe it's, you know, some alien or whatever. I would assume that it was more like maybe it's Russia or another country with, you know, with tech that's foreign to United States knowledge. Um, so you don't think their first thought was? I don't think so. There's not, some, not, not there's a, some extraterrestrial guy coming down your flying ships I, I over the capital. So. I don't think so. Okay. So um, they wanted to leave the public of, hey, it's not us. We're not doing any secret stuff. So right. calm uh-huh. down. Um, what I find interesting is that, and I, and I heard this on a documentary about UFOs not too long ago, that most of these sightings started, like, started escalating right after World War II, after the dropping of the first, new, uh, you know, first atomic bomb, um, that that was something that kind of escalated all this sightings, um, which would make sense if, if it was extraterrestrial, Right then, it would make sense after a species has um, kind of tapped into this kind of power that they would be, you know, otherworldly planets would be concerned, and be like, "Hey, what's going on over here? What are these? What are these? What are these monkeys what are these doing these over backwoods? Here? People doing <laughs> yeah. on this trash Shooting planet? Firecrackers, and then they would, you know, visit more. That's one theory that I've heard." Uh, which would make sense because that was 1945 yep. is when the the atom bombs were dropped. Yes. Um, in Japan? Yeah. yeah. And okay. August 6th is when it was invented. Three days later is when they dropped it, which is very interesting. That is wild. Yeah. Um, and then 1947, Project Blue Book. Yep. 1947. Roswell, Roswell. incident. Yep. I mean. Yeah. The it's funny you sense. mentioned that. It, yeah. yeah. Because... Since this time in 1952, declassified government documents have reported sightings near or around nuclear weapons yes. facilities. Yes, and it, this is what I found out this past week. Do you know how many nuclear weapons we've detonated collectively as human beings since it was incepted? I have no idea. 2,000. Wow. 2,000. Just a test? Just a test. Yeah. That's insane. That is a lot. How come when they do the test... You don't have this huge, there's an area of like Chernobyl or this fallout wasteland. They, you should do it in the ocean. Yeah, they'll do it in the ocean yeah. or like 
I think they used to do it in like deserts sometimes. Yeah, New Mexico. But I think that that was like a problem in some way. Well, sure. I mean, at some point, somebody's going to stumble across into a radioactive area. Yeah, yeah someone's going to go into the desert. And yeah, I have seven toes on one foot. Wow, <laughs> that's where that thing <laughs> came from in the creek bed. Exactly. Maybe. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That might make sense. That now. might make sense. But I just find the timeline, like you said, Mike, the timeline is is suspicious. It is very sus. It yeah. is. As the kids say. Yep. As the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so over the ocean, there's no, there's no fallout. Is oh, there some sure. kind of thing oh, yeah. with the water? Yep. yep. I think there is. It's just a lot more space to play around with. If yeah. you're going to do stuff like that, you know, if you're out in the middle of the Atlantic and you just detonate a bomb, like that's yeah. not really going to affect anybody. What about a cruise ship that yeah, <laughs> wanders into this? Yeah. yeah. If you go right through there. Hey, they're coming back. Everybody's like sick and throwing up. What's happened here? What's the food? Yeah, nothing to see here. <laughs> right. That, that could be. <laughs> I've heard of an entire cruise ship, you know, getting sick, yeah. and they had to like go back into port, and they everybody got food sickness. Well, yeah. what if they just stumbled across a you radioactive zone? You might have just gotten to the bottom of something there. And what if that's the thing with the Bermuda Triangle? What if? What, what if there's if, nukes there? There could be. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> um, let's talk about this real quick. But that's funny you, that you know about the uh, nuclear weapon sites. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about this real quick because this ties into what you're saying. 1952, November, okay? Desert Center, California. It's always the desert. It's always mm-hmm. the desert. George Adamaski, he was with a group of friends, and they were, they were stargazers. I guess they go out to the desert. Desert's probably the best spot to go look at stars. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, they saw this cigar-shaped object in the sky. They all saw it. That's weird. Cigar-shaped. Yep. He left the group and started walking to where he thought he saw the craft started landing. So he left the group. Number one, I was, I'd be like, hey, Adam, wait, I'm coming with you. But they all stayed behind. He left the group. So he proceeded to the landed spacecraft. Okay, This is his testimony. He was spoken to non-verbally by Orthon. What's that? From Venus. It was, really? It was the being's name, Orthon. Oh. <laughs> so, like, the way it communicated with him is it, it just, like, put thoughts into his yeah, head? Yeah, it was nonverbal communication. Okay. And he warned, he warned Adam about the threat of imminent nuclear war. Really? This was, this was in 1952? Yes. Okay. So, he warned him. Hmm. Orthon. Now, I, did, I thought we could see Venus. Yeah. Could, we, we'd be able to see if there was somebody there named Orthon, right? <laughs> Ask Elon Musk. Maybe. What? Couldn't we? Don't we have images of we could yeah, see I mean, civilizations? We, 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 there, can, right? we can see it with a telescope. I don't know, like the granularity that we're able to pick up. I want to um, meet this Orthon. Is yeah. he still around? It might be. So, <laughs> as, anyway. as part of Project Blue Book, didn't they like establish like the close encounters of the first kind, the second kind, and third kind? Like uh, basically the varying degrees of yeah, encounter. They did all those reports, and um, <clears throat> they. And yes, they, that's how they categorize them, yes. And third kind, I think, is like where you actually have contact with a being. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is what you're describing is a close encounter of the third kind. That's like, right. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, he said it was, uh, apparently he had, he spoke to him since, and since that first encounter. He said, because people interviewed him, he told them the story, and he said sometimes he would uh, speak verbally, and he spoke very good English. Really? Orthon. Yes, Orthon. That's why. He was American. <laughs> yeah. So, um, now, I don't know. Look, George took a photo of the craft uh, from Venus, but it was debunked because he has the craft picture. 
but everybody debunked it and said it was it, they compared it to a, like a surgical lamp. They said so, his picture of the craft is a surgical lamp. Yes. <laughs> you know one of those? Yeah. That's what they, <laughs> that's what they said it was? <laughs> that's what they said. They debunked him, said you're crazy. That's a surgical lamp. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, <laughs> and he was probably devastated. <laughs> he probably still has it on his wall. Yeah. That picture. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. <laughs> this Maybe Orthon gave him the picture. Oh, what if he got mad and said, hey, man, that's copyright. I'm not, you can't use my spaceship image, dude. What are you talking about? I, I want to get paid for that. That's <laughs> wild. Anyway, I'm not joking. That's, uh, this is a really, I got this from a report. So, uh, <clears throat> um, yeah. So, let me keep going here, and then we'll get to Roswell. All right, remember I told you about Captain. Y'all, y'all have anything else about Orthon? No, we talk about okay. That, that's a, that's a very interesting story though. I'd never heard that. Yeah, his name is uh, Ad, uh, George Adamansky. Okay, so you can look him up. Um, actually, yeah, I'll give you another timestamp. So that was November, and he said he he had seen him since then uh, on December thirteenth, nineteen fifty two, same year. So a month later, he said he's seen him since. So he had several visits from Orthon from November to December. Okay, and he spoke very good English. Um, I mean, I don't know. Why? Why not Chinese? I don't know. Anyway, Orthon, maybe he Orthon knows. Could probably speak any. Orthon language. Yeah. just knows what you, you speak. speak. Yes, and then it's just yeah. yeah. That's exactly how it works. Now, remember Captain Rupel? I yes. told you he was the director. Yep. Now he left, and recent years later, to this day, they were given orders. So this is Project Blue Book. They're getting orders from the military and the government to explain these events as explainable. So you get to the point right. where they first they first want to research this stuff, and it gets to the point where they're like, you know what? <clears throat> to the public, we're going to make this stuff explainable, right. like weather balloons, it's a hoax. Yeah. Somebody's trying to trick yeah, you. Somebody's crazy. So that's Project Blue Book right. turned into that type of organization then. Even though they were still researching, and you know they were investigating stuff. And it was it was real, and there was probably a lot of people going, "Well, this stuff's yeah, that real, but front. we can't say that." Yeah, no, it was just a front. Yeah. It was just a front to cover up what they were actually really doing. Um, okay. All right, there was this other scientist hired on after they got these orders. His name's Joseph Allen Hynek. Heard of this guy? Sounds German. Okay, he was hired by the Pentagon to advise on Project Sign, Grudge, and Blue Book. So he was basically he was kind of the front man. What's his name again? Uh, Allen Hynek. Not related to the Heimlich maneuver, if that's what you were thinking. Okay. So, that's a different guy. Um, all right, I'm just going to give you Desiree Hertak. This is what she knew Joseph Heineck publicly and privately, and here's what she stated. She stated Joseph was basically paid by the government to cover up stories that he got from people that observed strange phenomenon in the skies. He's basically... To cover them up. Cover them up. Okay. Okay. Now, he quickly learned because... He quickly learned because he was doing these investigations, and he had to... And he was made to tell a different story that he was being used. Mm -hmm. I'm being used as a puppet, as a front guy, because I'm a scientist. And people will think I'm credible saying these things, and I can dismiss this stuff. But uh, still, he he, he would see stuff that he couldn't explain... Behind the behind the scenes. Now, Project Blue Book was shut down in 1969. Yes. So they went they went 
for that long. Um, their archive, the reason we can talk about this stuff, was made public in 2015. Yep. Okay. Right. And I mean, they said they stopped, but they didn't stop. They just morphed into a different type of yeah. organization. Which, which is the telltale sign of basically every government program. Ab- absolutely. Yeah, they, right. They never go, they're like, oh, we stopped doing this. No, you didn't. You just went under a different brand and kept exactly. on going. Yeah, and I think around the same time when um, when MJ-12 was was brought onto the scene, that was when the CIA and the NSA and all of those initials were created yeah. to help assist those type of things. And I will go with this last point on Project Blue Book. When they were shut down, they accumulated 12,618 UFO sightings. So from 52 to 69, 12,618. 701 of these cases were labeled as unexplained. So a lot of them, sure, they could, okay, I, I, we figured that out. Yeah. 701 of them. So that's, that's just, a lot. That's, you know, that's the percentage there. They, were, they couldn't explain sure. it. I mean, so. but wow. still, 700 sightings of anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. That's a lot. And yeah. Orthon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but they explained his. The, you know, they're, oh, it's a surgical lamp. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that guy you talk to, he had some mushrooms or something. Yeah. Surgical oh, lamp. <laughs> anyway. I could just see the picture of the surgical lamp. Like, imagine if you had a real picture of UFO and, like, went public with it. And they're like, <laughs> surgical lamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, that's just so soul-crushing. Oh, dude, that's a hubcap. Yeah. My cousin's got one. What are you talking about? That's a Frisbee, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, the humiliation. Yeah. I'm like, sorry. you really I think just, you got something, I you know? That's that Like good. that thing you found in the creek. Yeah. You thought it was alien. Hey, look at this alien. That's just, just a crab shoe. Crab. What yep. are you talking <laughs> about? Sit down. That's how, I can understand where that guy's coming from. I guess. Yeah. You got it. Right. Oh. oh, Adam. Uh, anyway, that's probably going to take us to Roswell. Yeah, let's talk about Roswell. Mike. So, all right, so yeah, Roswell, we're going to be going to July 8th, 1947. Woo. So this this is when the Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that they had recovered a flying disc. Oh, wait a minute. Let me stop you there. <clears throat> Roswell wasn't invented because of this. It was already an airfield. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was a, already a military... But okay, Thank, yeah. I, I I don't know. All these years, I just thought that was created because of that incident. Yep. Yeah. It, okay. It's there. Yep. And uh, they discovered a flying disc that had crashed there. That was their initial press release that they made. And then, of course, they quickly retracted that statement and said that the crashed object was, in fact, a nuclear test surveillance balloon from Project Mogul. Um, and just for a little bit of background huh. information, here's what Project Mogul was. So that was actually a top-secret U.S. Air Force project involving microphones that were flown up on high-altitude balloons where the purpose was to pick up sound waves generated by Soviet atomic bomb tests. (laughs) Yeah, and the project basically went on from 1947 to 1949. So, like, to a regular person, that would be like... I mean, put yourself in in the people of that era, if you were told that story, right... Because tensions were high with Russia, right? Yeah. So if someone told you that story, be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yep. It was Russians. And I, yeah. I yeah. think originally what they said was that it was a weather balloon, and then once Project Mobile Mogul was declassified, they're like, "It was actually one of these balloons." Mm. Um, oh wow. Yeah. So first they went weather balloon. Yeah. They were like, "Ah, oh, actually, we were doing this this experiment." Yes. <laughs> right. Wink, wink. <laughs> yep. 
And, you know, rumor has it that the government basically threatened people, all the people involved that were there into secrecy. And, but, you know, a bunch of people that were there on the ground spoke out later in life. Our government did that? They did that. No way. Yes. Never heard of it. (laughs) Wait a minute. People on the ground. Yeah. Spoke out. Like actually was, was there like they were in. They're, um, they were in the base. Military capacity? Yes. Okay. So, so the first military officer to arrive at the Roswell crash site was Major Jesse Marcel. And according to his grandson, Marcel would share the details of what happened privately with the family. And he was actually one of the lead investigators of the Roswell incident. Um, okay. And allegedly, he brought home a few pieces of the crash debris, the real crash debris, and it included some pieces of like this super thin metal that you could crumple up into a ball like aluminum foil, but it would always bounce back into like its flawless state. So oh, it, it was some awesome. very like special metal that we knew nothing about, basically. And um, he, what he also told the family was, um, so there was like a very famous newspaper photo of uh, Major Jesse Marcel where he's holding up like a piece of the supposed crash debris and he told his family that that photo is actually faked so it's him holding up a piece of a weather balloon just to kind of go along with the the official narrative yeah and you know in the photo he's the one kneeling down on the ground holding the piece of the weather balloon material and he told his family that he basically begrudgingly had to go along with that you know and that it was a cover-up yep gotcha did you pull, you pull it up? Yeah, I had to pull it up just to see. You now, now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I've seen it before. Yep, yeah. So that was in newspapers across the country. So he said that was fake. Yes. They told me to do that. Yeah, that, stage, is, yeah. that is a fake photo. Well, it's a real photo, obviously. Well, like, you know, staged, yeah, I mean, yeah, staged, staged photo. Yeah. Staged, yes. Like the moon. Yes. So oh, they, that's another story. So they basically gave him, you know, a piece of a weather balloon to hold, and they're like, Here, we're going to do a photo op. This is what you found. This is what you tell the people. And he was, he was probably like, uh, Right. Yeah, I guess just to you do this job. or your family, right? I mean, that, right? Black side, yeah. I'm serious, right? Exactly. I don't look. Why? That's the question. Why cover it up? Yeah. I mean, because why do this facade? Imagine if it was true, and the public knew. I mean, the public would go in a frenzy, right? Yeah. So they think the public isn't ready to for that information, it, yeah. and um, I I really don't know all the ins and outs of why they want to keep it secret, but I think that's the big thing. And um, even like the, you know, official story doesn't make sense because a lot of what the, you know, these military officers and stuff like Jesse Marcel that came forward, they said like when they cleaned it up, like it took like multiple trucks to basically haul this stuff away. If it was just a weather balloon that crashed, you don't need more than no. one vehicle to get you that out of You need one truck. Yeah. 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 You can carry that out by hand. A Ford. Yeah, you, you can put that in my trunk. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, they had all these vehicles and stuff. So, a lot of the official narrative does not make sense. And if you go to, like, the Wikipedia page, they're like, this has been one of the most thoroughly debunked UFO stories. You know, people still cling to it. It's, no. It's, there's weird stuff involved with the story still. That well, I mean, so if you've got this and you got a guy saying, hey, they made me stage his photo. I right. mean, think of Orthon. Yeah, and a surgical lens has to be true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And I, I think there's like some fake stuff that people tried to sort of like append onto the Roswell incident stuff. Like, yeah, sure. Like the alien autopsy video and stuff like that. That has been debunked. That's a fake video. Um, and a few other things where they say like, you know, like a whole bunch of crafts like crashed at the same time. Uh, I think what actually happened is one craft crashed. Yeah. And that, that is, you know, what 
Major Jesse Marcel told his family, and he was, you know, one of the people on the ground there. So, yeah, so crazy story. Definitely uh, was, you know, the incident in the United States that really kicked things off with the whole UFO frenzy, um, you know, dating back to 1947, which getting back to that timeline that you were talking about, like right after we dropped. But not even in America. Like I was watching this documentary about how many sightings overseas, Russia, Brazil, yeah, J- uh, Japan's a hotbed J- J- too. Japan, yep. um, China, yep. Uh, the Chinese, it's just their birds. Um, they just don't know yet. But mm-hmm. uh, so I, there's well, sightings all <laughs> over the United States, or not only all over the United States, but all over the world. We just hear about what we, what all the sightings in America. Well, that and that's what I was gonna say. They, they as much as they want to squelch and, and cover up and change the stories, they can't stop it outside of the United States, right. and people still st- see weird phenomenon uh, in the in the sky. I mean, before you we started the show, you showed me this uh video of 1997. Yeah, so March 13th. What was that? Yeah, March I mean, 13th, who's you can't refute that. So and it's it, on film. I'm glad you brought that up. I just I just pulled that up. To, uh. Oh, by the way, where you're looking at that, here's the uh the the picture of the craft from uh, Orthon that they said debunked. That was um it, that was um uh, a surgical lamp. A surgical lamp. Oh, can I, can I Yeah. So, yeah, so what I was telling you, Byron, earlier, uh, the incident called the Phoenix Lights or Lights Over yeah, Phoenix. See, and here's, here's uh, I'm sorry, here's George Rader holding the photo up right here. Looks so, and they me. debunked him. They said, like, you don't know Worthon. It looks, looks That's my cousin from Nebraska. <laughs> uh, anyway, 1997. Yeah, so it's the, the sighting. It was a mass sighting. So, thousands of people witnessed this. It was. It's called the Phoenix Lights or the Lights Over Phoenix. Um, it was March thirteenth, nineteen ninety seven, between seven thirty p.m. and ten thirty p.m. Um, it was in Phoenix first, and then when it left, minutes later, it was in Tucson. And so, there, oh wow, yeah. So there was sightings not only in Phoenix but also in Tucson. And there's, I mean, thousands of counts people. I mean, there's footage of if you go to and, and both in both places. Yes, in both places. Okay, I got you. And it looks similar, right? And the so, lights. the government authorities said, "Well, we don't know anything about this, but we're going to look into this." Like they were at, at first, they were generally concerned, and then time passed, and they chalked it up to, "Oh, it's." It's nothing. It's not aliens. And they start, like, they would joke about it and joke about, you know, the incident. We're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's green alien men. And when they had their last press conference, uh, one of the government officials, like, brought up a prop of an alien. Be like, yeah. What? Yeah. Just just to make it seem even more outlandish to to get the people to believe it's just, it's just craziness. But there's a thousand, a thousand people witnessed this. And you can't say every single one of them are crazy lunatics, right. fanatics, whatever you want to say. That's not, it can't be. Let's just say 10%, you know, that's a yeah, hundred people yeah. to conspire like that. Um, I, I think it's far fetched. Uh, that was one of the incidents that I was, I was really actually um, intrigued about. And then another one was in O'Hare. I just showed you that one. They, oh, uh, there were pilots. I don't. Did I tell you about this one, Mike? I heard about this one. Oh, so you went to Chicago. Yeah, yeah Chicago. So there was a, like a, a saucer disc that was hovering 
uh, over the airport in Chicago at O'Hare Airport. And uh, many pilots, many pilots, traffic controllers, um, techs on the ground, Every, a lot of people saw this, and uh, there's recordings of pilots talking to traffic control, being like, hey, are you guys seeing this? What's going on? And it, they were, there's records uh, of this, but it was squashed, right? And this is broad daylight that this happened. Yeah. This it wasn't oh, a wow. night sighting, which most UFO sightings are at night, mm-hmm. but this was broad daylight. Yeah. So where's, where's the story? Yeah, yeah that, they're getting you know, bold. That should be front page news everywhere. It should be front page news. Right? It's but crazy. Where's the story? And what's the Seriously. big deal? What's the big deal even if you can't explain it? Just why don't you just say I can't explain, I can't it? explain it? I don't know. And why who can okay, I can't get my hands on it. I mean, dude, <laughs> dude talk to Orthon. <laughs> what the I mean, come on. Why can't we just say, "Oh yeah, there's there's some weird right. people visiting us. We don't know what they're about, but you know, I, I go think, about your lives. Well, I think because we need to print some more money. The social, <laughs> the social structure with like, let's say religion. Uh, I think that would change a lot of people's views. And oh, I'm, so they're like, Oh, right. And so yeah. let's just give an example. Um, the Catholic church is heavily involved, whether you believe it or not in politics, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> all around the world. Um, just imagine if people abandoned their faith, um, due to these sightings, and leave the Catholic Church, you know? And that's one of the things that I was struggling with this morning. Like, if they're unidentified flying objects, that doesn't mean, like you said, that doesn't mean they're aliens. They could be other things. They could be otherworldly things like angels or something of that nature or things that we don't, we can't comprehend with our finite minds. But I think I I can still understand that they're UFOs with having a a a Christian worldview, yeah. understanding they it could be something that I had know nothing about, and I think when we when I put it in that perspective and I keep it a pers- like a high view of who God is and, and things that I don't know. You quoted the scripture right. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. the mysteries. Yes, I mean, so I just put it in that box. Like I don't know, but it is. But they are things that are happening. We can't we can't dogmatically say. Nothing you know, to see no, here. Nothing to see here. Right, exactly. Right. I'm not going to live in that, re- that, that, that falsehood. I live in reality. Like, if I'm seeing what I'm seeing, that's real. Yeah. Right? Right. Um, Usually the official story is A man is, is a man correct. and a woman is a woman. That's real. Yes. Right? There's two uh, genders. Change my mind. There's two genders change my mind. That's controversial, but I don't care. It's real. And so... It's science. It's science. <laughs> so I think, uh, I think that's why they don't come out and say, hey... Oh no! Actually, possibility of of it being something other than we we know on this earth, mm-hmm. and that might change a lot of people's viewpoints. I don't think people a lot of people are narrow minded to where they 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 have their faith like 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 it, a, yeah would just wreck it yeah because they're like well if that's if that's that then right. I can't believe in God because he right. never said something about right. an alien or, or I, UFO right. or, and just not let's just not keep it to Christianity let's keep it to like a Buddhist or uh, whoever mm-hmm. you know a Muslim um, yeah Scientology yeah my God didn't tell me about that right something's wrong here right I'm right. quitting you so I think that's kind of why <laughs> they don't they don't go out and say that yeah well you know what that's funny you said because the official story number one you got this you got there's a couple of things. You're like, nothing to see here. Um, and then, hey, we're not experimenting on 
aircraft. My thing is, if if there was some kind of government craft that could do all these crazy amounts of maneuverability and fast speeds, if they're testing this and they don't want the public to know, I think by now we would have seen some of these craft get into the public. I mean, why are you testing it if you're not going to ever use it? Right. I mean, that's how a- long are you going to test this stuff? <laughs> we. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if there was a craft that could go like that and you're testing it, they want to tell us about it. Eventually, hey, let's go ahead and use this stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, you'd be. So I, I just don't I don't buy into that because I, of that I, reason. So I also uh, listened to another documentary about the change in technology when UFO sightings happened right after uh, World War II, the, the change in technology in our aircraft abilities. Like you just said earlier, I don't know if we were on the on, on the cast, but earlier you were talking about going Mach 1, Mach 2, Mach 3, or Mach 4, Mach 5, yeah. right? The, how fast that expedited. I mean, it just, it just exploded. So they were talking about how our air, aircrafts, United States aircrafts have just drastically changed in such a short amount of time. Right. Um, just like, I mean, I was, they, they gave an example, uh, the F-35 um, jet yeah. and how it's able to, when it launch, it, it can levitate like, yeah. and it was in, in, stationary. I mean, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the stealth abilities for the Raptor, tw- you know, F-22. All these new, um, which, oh my gosh, there's so many, so much information. All this new technology that kind of exploded the uh, this the, our aircraft aircraft ability, yeah, but, yeah. Um, actually was privatized in the early '80s, or late '80s, early '90s, um, by these companies like uh, Lockheed, and uh, the, they got people that were on. That were on um, scientists that were on engineers that were on um, the same projects that pertain to UFOs in the government, mm-hmm. and so when they when they shifted them to these privatized companies to work for their aviation um, uh, companies in their engineering um, division, yeah, right. That's then, when all the major leaps and bounds. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it's, you think some of that's well. From- Reverse. Yeah, so you're saying some of yes. that could be reverse engineered exactly. from alien tech. Yeah, that's that's what Bob Lazar's whole story is. Oh, because he has some. Yeah, well, tell- he was supposedly one of the guys that was working on that. Yeah, tell us who uh, who he is for the people that don't know. Um, so Bob Lazar kind of came onto the scene with like an anonymous interview in 1989. So like we didn't know it was him at the time, but he was basically stating that the U.S. military was secretly studying alien technology out of the Nevada mm-hmm. desert. And trying to reverse engineer and duplicate that technology. Okay. So that that's sort of his background. He was one of the guys doing that. And he came out and said basically, hey, like the propulsion system that I'm working on is like a gravity propulsion system. The power source is an antimatter reactor. Like all the, all this crazy stuff that you only hear about in like sci-fi novels and stuff. Not, right, right. Not yeah. actual technology out in the real world. And he's saying that, hey, I'm working on, you know, reverse engineering something that has this stuff actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and one of the things he talked about, um, there was like a documentary that came out a few years ago about him where he was talking about something called element 115, uh, which he describes as a super heavy element. And it's only recently been synthesized. There's they've only been able to make, uh, just a few atoms of it. 
and it does not occur naturally here. And the special properties that it has is um, when it's exposed to radiation, it produces its own anti-gravitational field, and that is what is used to lift and propel these crafts and create distortions around it and all these things. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. so if you have things like that going on, so like a lot of people are like, you know, if you have a ship that's traveling that fast, like a human can't take that many G-forces, right? Um, If you're traveling, you know, mock whatever, stop on a dime and then change direction. Yeah. Um, If you have like anti-gravity forces and stuff taking place in the ship, it seems like that would be a possibility. Oh, so that would protect the human body from these enormous Gs that are getting pulled from the craft doing these crazy things. Right. Okay, gotcha. So, so like, that, that makes sense. Yeah, so like scientifically what he's saying, it seems to check out. And, um, you know, over the years, I mean, obviously he started coming onto the scene in 1989. Like a lot of the stuff that he's saying is starting to look more and more correct. You know, it's in line with what is being released to the public. So he's uh, becoming more credible with time. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yep. So so the, some of the stuff he's talking about, ha, it's in the public, and has it been implemented in some of our craft? That That's what he thinks. I mean, um, one of the UFOs that a lot of people have seen, like in night skies and uh, even in broad daylight, is the TR-3B. Have you heard of that one? It's like the black, no. the black triangle mm-hmm. uh, aircraft. And basically it has like a large reactor in the middle of it. And there's like a light on each one of the corners and it can like hover and be like completely silent. So it can just like hover like a helicopter and you can't even hear it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I want to see that. Lots and lots of people have supposedly seen this one. Um, And it it can just be like gone in the blink of an eye. It can just like take off. And, and it's triangle? Yeah, it's a mm. black triangle shape. Triangle, there we go, boys. Yep, uh, always a triangle. Triangle, <laughs> it's the strongest force. Yep. It it's true. Yeah, and, you know, many people from all over the world have been saying they've seen these since at least the mid-1990s, which is crazy to go back that far, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, that's funny because, so the triangle, I'm thinking the cockpit was probably in the middle, kind of mm-hmm. raised up, kind of like, um, have you seen Star Trek? Mm-hmm. Okay, where they're... they're um, their bridge is kind of in the middle of the saucer and it's kind of raised up yeah. above. So I'm thinking the triangle, so it didn't have to go straight or it could go any direction. Right. right. And it could be, you know. Triangle. Oh, that that would be cool. So so you got this triangle spaceship, right? You got the lights and you got the lights on each point and you got the bridge right in the middle, which doesn't turn with the ship. It just stays stationary and the ship moves around it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like a gyro. What's that? Oh, yeah, that's a heli. Is that they call it that helicarrier? No, that that's the. Uh, I've seen those. I mean, F-35 I've seen those lightning. when I've seen those in uh, in the when I was in the military. Yeah, they would just take off the the mat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are off. pretty awesome. Yeah. So but that what you're saying is that was in the middle. Um, if you Google image TR3B, you'll you'll see what it looks like. It's it's kind of weird. TR3B. TR3B. Yep. <clears throat> I'm gonna look that up. Ooh. That was Jason. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. TR3B. Oh, I see. Yep. Oh, that's funny. That came up. It Secret looks... space UFOs. Yep. So Rise of the TR3B official trailer. Oh, boy. Um. Oh, yeah. That looks sweet. Yeah. I mean, it looks plausible to Look, have that. It does vary. Yeah. Looks I think I saw. Actually, you know what? I saw this on uh, the X-Files. This exact ship. Really? Yeah, he walked into it and it, and it was a cloaked. 
and um, he walked into a big hangar, and it was just levitating. Oh, okay. And it was cloaked, and they uncloaked it, and he touched it, and he was like, finally, you know, some proof. And then he came back later, and it was all scrubbed and gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it shows. I think similar shows to the B two bomber. It does really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Y'all look it up, it folks. Just, it just doesn't have that sawtooth on the backside. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think shows like uh, X Files, all the sci fi movies. I think y'all can attest to this. I think it's like it puts the, it puts it out there like, oh, okay, that's not real. Yeah. Because I made a show up about it, mm-hmm. or I made a movie. That's, that's it right there. Yeah, that's underneath a B two bomber. That looks that looks like the TR three B. Yeah, I, yeah. I think shows and movies that people they that Hollywood is in, involved with the military complex to to put shows out oh, sure. to put movies out just so the public's like oh, okay yeah, it's not real. propaganda they can make that propaganda yeah. propaganda no. I, I really think that because no. I mean if you if you think about it you like I who who anybody seen the X Files I've seen. I've, I've watched yeah, the season yeah, multiple absolutely. times. I've seen a few episodes. So it, whoever came up with that has got to have a mind kind of like what we're thinking because it goes in line with what, what we're talking yeah. about here. Strange phenomenon. You can't explain stuff. And the there's a shadowy government uh, entity entity trying to squelch it and keep it under wraps because right. they don't want because because they have a um, they have a what's the word insidious. Is that a good one? Yeah, I mean, they have this agenda against the public to do certain things to them, right? Right, um, like population control stuff yes. like that. Absolutely, and this, so they make shows like this to where we, if we think that could happen, like that's ah, not really that's just sci-fi. Yeah, but yeah. really, really, it's real. Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Anyway, like Orthon. <laughs> yeah, I love that name. It's a great name. Yeah, it is a good name. I wonder if I wonder, wonder who his parents were. Orthania? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. What if he has any children? I don't know. Oh. And, and in addition to the black triangle. Oh, people, go ahead. Sorry. We got off track. Been, uh, seeing, like, there's another, like, commonly seen UFO called, it's shaped like a Tic Tac. Yes. Okay, you've and, mentioned this. Yeah, yes. talk to me about that. Yeah, so there there was a famous encounter on the USS Nimitz. So um, two pilots took off from the USS Nimitz aircraft carrier. Okay. And they discovered a tic-tac-shaped UFO in the airspace with them. Was this off the coast of San Diego? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so as soon as they took off, they yeah. see this tic-tac in the air. Yes. Okay. Yep. And, it, and it's Flying with them or hovering? Yeah, it's just in the same airspace with them. It's, you know, down really low. It's up really high. It's doing all sorts of so crazy it's, maneuvers. So it's moving with them. Yeah. Okay, so it's not stationary. Yep. Okay. They, and they were basically, they went out there, they're like, okay, we're going to go get this thing. It was, you know, on their radar and they fly right on it. And it got to the point where it was basically indistinguishable between like where they were and where it was. They were right on top of it. Really? Yeah. And okay. The, and that's when they saw it and they looked down and they said it was a white Tic Tac about 50 feet long. And um, it was able to b- basically just change direction. On a dime. Yeah. Do all sorts of crazy stuff. It like blasted away like 60 miles in like the snap of a finger. And, um, yeah, it was able to do all these crazy things. And one of the pilots had an infrared sensor and a camera on their plane. And they took that footage that's been pretty viral in recent yeah, years. It's on YouTube. You can look it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, I think that sort of like marks the point, like once that video went out where like 
UFOs and stuff started to get a lot more credibility right. when people were talking about them because they're like, oh, these are, you know, naval pilots that, you know, these are credible people. These right. people have seen, you know, every type of aircraft there is, and they don't know what this thing is. Right. Yep. Are you pulling up? The what video year was that? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. 2004. Find 2004. But I don't think the video went public until like, tw- like 2016 or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't like right away. Um, but I mean, obviously, people knew about it, yeah. and and the Navy was like, we have no idea what that thing was. Right. That like they they're just like, we don't know. Um. Yeah. White Tic Tac is what it was, yeah. and I think I've actually seen this thing. Tell me more about this. So I I will. Yeah. So I have had a ufo sighting okay this was just in my backyard me and my wife were just like laying down and you know stargazing in our backyard right as the sun was starting to go down and the sun you know when it's about to set the sky turns you know like pink and orange and all those cool colors and everything twilight yeah it's gorgeous yeah so it was just like a very warm sky and then we both see this thing making absolutely no noise it's not going at at like a ridiculous rate of speed or anything, but it's flying kind of low. And it matches the description of what these people on the USS Nimitz are talking about. It was white and it was shaped like a pill. It was shaped like a Tic Tac, like a capsule. And wow. yeah, it was just zooming across the sky. Could have been a How close good was year this? blimp. It could not have been a good year blimp. No, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Too fast. So how yeah. far was this? Like, uh, if you could... Like, how far off the ground? No, well, how far visually, like... Yeah. Uh, you know... Like, it was a far off, or... It was a close enough to see... It was close... Oh, that's a white object. It was... It looks clo- like a pill. It was close enough for us to, like, easily make detail off of it. So, I think it was probably, like, 1,000 feet off the ground, maybe. Okay. So, it wasn't super high up, and um, the color of it was kind of weird. So, like... It was white, but it was also kind of like picking up the color of like the sunset too. Which would make sense if it was white. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of like, you know, blending in a little bit, but we could clearly see this thing just, you know, going across the sky. What did Kim say? We were like, wow. I was, first, first of all, I was like. Do you see I, that? Yeah. I was like, do you see this thing? And neither one of us like went to like run and get our phones and shoot a <sighs> video because, you know, we left our phones inside. We were just out there hanging out. And Classic. Yeah. <laughs> We weren't too worried about getting a video. We wanted to just like kind of experience it because we watch it go all the way across the sky and disappear out of view. And yeah, it was wild. It, that was the only time I've ever seen a UFO. There was no, there was no was noise. This? Was this in Kansas City? This was in Kansas City. Yeah. Here? Yes. <laughs> now, how far is it? I mean, not to give anything, but is there like, is this out in the country where there's like low lights? Like no. you can't. Okay. So there's a lot of. Yeah. So it's just. But it's just getting twilight. So it's really not dark. You yeah, can actually see colors on this thing. Right, yeah. And, visu- and visually make I it out in the sky. I wonder if there's more people here that have, that have do seen you know it. What, do you know what day and the, the date and time? Yeah, oh, well, my I, gosh. I, I, it's a time I, stamp. Well, the reason why is because. You, yeah, you want to see if somebody if can cooperate have, the story. Yes, if other people in the Kansas City have seen it. Yeah, so I know the month and the year. So this was August of 2020. Okay. August 2020. Yeah. August 2020. Yes. Deep wow. in the pandemic. So yeah, everybody's at home looking at this thing, yeah. Or everyone's in, yeah, everyone's inside, scared. Yep, with a mask on. Mm-hmm. And I will say, like, if you weren't like looking up at the sky the way that we were, because that's what we yeah. were out there doing. We were just looking. You wouldn't up have in the seen sky. it. You would not have noticed. This and thing. you didn't hear any noise. There was no noise made with this. No noise. Like, yeah. 
Nothing. How wow. long? How long was it in the sky? I watched it go like completely out of view. We probably watched it for like well over a minute. But it was always in motion. It never yeah, stopped. It never stopped. Okay, so it was just kind of, and it, it had the same trajectory, like the same linear path. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't elevate or go down. Yeah, it we just didn't saying, see it turn or okay. go up or go down or anything. And then that's, what happened? It just. It just that's went off. crazy, man. It just went off. Like super quick? No, it was slow the whole time. Just kind of just steady. Yeah, it was just doing a cruising speed, just going through, Dude, which is weird. Daddy. It was doing reconnaissance. Yeah, and I watched it the whole whole way because I was like kind of expecting it to do something crazy. So did I mean in your mind were you like? This is a UFO, or yes. what did you? What were you? Well, thinking it was unidentified, of course. Yeah. Well, I, actually, identified. It was a Tic Tac. So, I had heard of the Tic Tac from you know the USS <laughs> Nimitz, answer. and I was like, I think we just saw a Tic Tac. <laughs> you told her that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tic Tac. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah, it's wild. It was crazy. Hey, here's what's funny though. I mean, if this was ortho, think about how they've evolved. Yeah. From from the lamp to a tic tac, they're yeah. they're evolving too. Well, yeah. They, yeah, you know what I'm saying because you don't see like at the Nimitz, you got the tic tac. You saw the tic tac. Yeah, it's no longer saucers and junk and in uh, surgical lamps. Maybe. It's tic tacs, yeah, dude. It, it seems it seems like it. They did just see that like cigar shape one in the cigar Missouri. shape. Yes, the cigar shape one is the other one that people see. And that what was the one that uh, we saw at Chicago? Was it how how was it shaped? It was it was a disc. It was a disc. Yeah. It was okay. A disc. disc. So there could uh, be like different you know, like races of these things, you know, with their own technology. Who knows? And one's, one may be better. What Did if you they're sleep buying, that what if, night? Because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sleep yeah. that night. I, I was, like, proud that I saw it. I was like, this is, this it is amazing. I, gotta, I would freak that out. That is amazing. Yeah. I would freak out. Yeah, I don't know. I felt, I felt like Why I didn't Why didn't you call the news? All. I don't know, man. Or they, Project Blue Book or no, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> don't. We, we all know the newspaper here in the city. is not. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, well, they, that's another story. The, the news... You know they're not interested in telling the truth. I mean, so you know <laughs> exactly. They would probably just so hey, let's say if 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 you did call the news, so you're going to be the reporter. How would you report this? Did you uh, were any other people there? Just us. Just you guys. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, sounds credible to me. Well, no, uh, no, no. Now it. I want you to disseminate what you would tell the public. What he what he just they described. would be they would paint oh, okay. me as a crackpot. Um, yeah. We saw this dude. He looked like he was a hippie. One. Yeah. Um, he looked like he had something wrong with his head. It was just shaped weird. But that was the tic tac. Actually, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, like uh, minutes before um, this gentleman. Um, had just put in a bunch of Tic Tacs in yeah. his mouth. His wife popped him in the back of the head, and he just kind of lost consciousness for a second. Right. Kind of everything went blurry, and then all of a sudden he's seen a Tic Tac float across yeah. the sky. I <laughs> swear he was on PCP. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is amazing. Yeah. So we actually have somebody that has been to the Bermuda Triangle. Somebody has seen a UFO, and um, yep. I'm seeing nothing. Yeah, You'll see one eventually. I'll see, yeah. Eventually I'll you see will. Bigfoot. Just go hang out in your backyard and look up at the sky. Oh, that reminds me. So we're talking about UFOs. Um, because we've mentioned satellites before. We've mentioned satellites before. So, you know, when you look at the sky and you see that star mm-hmm. that's slowly going across the... Uh-huh. Is that a satellite? Because I always chalk it up to one. Because what if it, what if it is the Tic Tac? I don't know. You're, are you know you, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Um, I know that, like, when you see a satellite, it's like... Right before it gets dark, like the first like stars in the sky are usually satellites that you're able to see. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know if that's what you're talking about. Dave Matthew well, had a song called Satellite. Well, I'm what I'm talking Dave. about is the you know you see it. It looks like a star. It's yeah. just a light, and it's slowly moving across the the atmosphere. It's, you can tell it's in orbit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking? Have you yeah, seen I've these? Seen it, yeah. Am I the, okay, so yeah. I always think that's a satellite. It's an orbiting yeah. satellite. Is it? It could be. I don't well, know. maybe it's a tic tac. Um, maybe it's ortho. Before we cut out, let's. Uh, we will have more episodes on this topic because there's just a lot to. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've just covered the surface. Yeah. yeah, I have more stuff in my notes. You know, there's there's crazy things we need to get into with UFOs. Yeah. Cool. I mean, here's what we covered. The Blue Book, the project, the government to cover up stuff knowingly. Uh, Roswell, I'm do, I'm staging photos. And then... Orthon. And then, yeah, Orthon. Yep. You can't get away from Orthon. I can't. think that's the takeaway of today. Yeah. Yes. is or, I want to meet Orthon. Yeah. Who is this Orthon? And is he going to come back? Maybe. Is he still alive? Because that was what, 52? Mm-hmm. Yeah, November 52. He's still around. Hey, Orthon, if you're hearing this, because I know you hear signals like this all out in space... We welcome you back. Yep. Okay. okay. What do we got next week? We got Bigfoot next week? No, we got 9-11 next week. 9-11! Uh-oh. That's going to be a doozy. Y'all don't want to miss it because we're going to have some top engineers on. Oh. I'm just kidding. Oh, I was about to but say, we oh. can report from them. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, stay tuned next week. You might hear Mike say, 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs>